Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store. Happy Wednesday. Remember, we told you on Monday that we're going to have That Sounds Fun shows for you each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three times a week, you guys. So many incredible friends and great conversations coming your way. And actually, you'll remember that any summer 2021 started on Monday. So every Monday and Friday of this month, we're going to be talking about the Enneagram. So make sure you go back and hear our Enneagram coach, Haley Watkins, on Monday, talking about the Enneagram, about where we go and stress and where we go in security, and then get ready for Friday's show with our Enneagram 8s. But going forward, we got you on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, friends. But before we dive into today's show, let me take a quick moment to tell you about one of our incredible partners, BetterHelp. Y'all know how I feel about counseling. I just believe it really matters for us to prioritize our mental and emotional health. If there are things going on that are causing you to feel stuck or that are interfering with your health and happiness, BetterHelp is here for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who you can then connect with in a convenient, safe, and private online environment. I love that you can send your therapist a message anytime and that you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can start communicating within 24 hours. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, and it really matters to the team at BetterHelp that they facilitate great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need that. That matters to me a lot. And you can also check out the testimonials posted daily on their site to help you get a feel for how it all works and how it's helping people. BetterHelp offers services for clients all over the world, and they have therapists that specialize in so many different disciplines, which means that the right help is available for what you're dealing with. They are licensed professional counselors, and they specialize in things like depression, stress, grief, self-esteem, anxiety, family troubles, and more. It's not self-help, and it's not a crisis hotline, but BetterHelp offers convenient, professional, affordable counseling, and anything you share is confidential. We want you to start living a healthier life today. So as one of my friends, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. Join over a million people and a lot of our friends who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that sounds fun. All right, friends, our guest today is my friend Rose Reed. Listen, there's a new movie out. It's called Finding You. It's in theaters now. It is so sweet and so cute. It's an inspirational romantic drama full of heart and humor about finding strength to be true to yourself. And it's about falling in love. And it's set in Ireland. You guys, I got to see it a couple of weeks ago and I absolutely loved it. And I think you and your friends will absolutely love this movie. The lead in this film is Rose Reed, who lives here in Nashville. And so I just said, Rose, please come talk about this movie. Come talk to my friends. Y'all are going to absolutely love this conversation. And hearing more about the behind the scenes of Finding You that is in theaters now, go see it, friends. So here's my conversation with our friend, Rose Reed. There are two rules to being on the podcast. It either has to be someone I'm already friends with or someone I want to be friends with. I'm honored. I'm so honored. I need you to know, I watched Finding You and I was like, this girl and I need to know each other. You are awesome. So. Oh, thank you so much. I don't know. uh, Hopefully I'm 
awesome in person Let's because I feel like, yeah, Finley is very different yeah. from my character in general. So <laughs> well, to be fair, I did hear you be a real person this after is true. the movie. This is true. Yeah, the screening. Yes. Yeah, I was a real person there. Um, that screening was so fancy pants, by the way. They gave us sweatshirts. Did you know all this? No, I wasn't given a sweatshirt. Uh, I was not given any paraphernalia for I have this my film. sweatshirt in the car if you need it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wasn't even given like a lanyard. I saw everyone. I was like, you guys got goodie bags? Yeah. Oh, they gave us a cookie. They gave us a Christmas ornament from Ireland. And we got free popcorn and a free Coke Icy. Okay, I did get free popcorn. Okay, good, but, good. And I mean, like, I really needed that. That was really important yeah. <laughs> because I haven't been in the theaters in a very long time. So. Oh, my gosh. What is it like? I mean, Finding You is one of the first movies back in theaters. Yeah, yeah. It's, is it's that crazy. wild? It's really wild and really intimidating because I always dreamed, you know, that one of my films that I would be able to star in a film that was like on the big screen and everything. Yeah. And I never imagined that it was going to be like right after COVID <laughs> came out and that yeah. we were going to be like struggling to survive in the theaters. But yes. I also, you know, in a very kind of altruistic way, really hope that this film does something to help the theaters because oh I'm gosh, so right. terrified that theaters and I was so scared for the longest time. I don't think yeah. anymore, but... I was so scared for the longest time that theaters were going to totally go under. Yes. And that's an experience that my kids must have. And I love it so yes. much. Yes. It's the best. I think you're going to do it. I think Finding You is going to help resurrect the movie industry. I don't know. I, I don't know. dramatic. No, yeah. It, it, <laughs> honestly, like, Finding You is just so... Um, it's so fun and it's so uh, upbeat and there's... You don't walk away from it with any sort of heaviness. There yeah. is a little bittersweet moment in it, but... You don't walk away with any bitterness no. you, or any uh, heaviness. You walk away with this light heart where you feel like anything is possible. Yeah. And it's just Ireland and it's magical <laughs> and it's dreamy. And I, I can't imagine how people wouldn't want to. Like, yes, it's sure. Maybe maybe it doesn't have like the deepest storylines and maybe it, you know, isn't going to be an Oscar winner. But it's fun to watch. I and mean, I can't maybe imagine. Maybe it is. That, you, know, you and the old lady in the nursing home storyline is so sweet. Vanessa Redgrave is already an Academy Award winner. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. Did y'all film this in 19 or 18? 19. Okay. So tell me, I'm going to get into your personal life a little bit. I mean, not like, what's his name? I'm not going to no, quite please, go please, go ahead. <laughs> but what happened in your guts when you film a movie in 2019 and this is the movie? Like, here it is. Here's the one. The dude is in The Descendants, right? Everybody yes. knows who he is. Yes. And you're an up-and-coming celebrity actress and your first feature film comes right before COVID. What was happening in your like soul a year ago? You know, I saw that uh, you're a believer, that you're a Christian. Yeah. And I was raised in a very strong faith and I was always raised that, uh, you know, to recognize that everything happens for a reason and that yeah. if God puts you on this path, he's going to help you along the way. And so I was never really afraid necessarily. I always felt like you know, if this film didn't end up working out or, you know, something happened like COVID to kind of derail things, that there was something else done down the line. And maybe I wasn't supposed to continue pursuing oh film. Gosh. Maybe I wasn't supposed to, maybe I was being led in a different direction. And I just tried to be very open-minded and also remember that we were facing a, a worldwide, a global pandemic mm. and that my career maybe wasn't at the top of God's mm. like to-do list mm. and helping my career. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, um, I do feel like he really protected the film, and I think that it was potentially the best thing that could have happened to it. I don't think without the opportunity that COVID presented, we would have been able to have as many theaters as we had. I don't think uh, Roadside would have been as excited about it. So, yeah. um, you know, it was this small independent film, but I'm so excited that, you know, it's it seems to have done really well in theaters. Roadside loved it, and they've been the most incredible team to work with yeah. and so inspirational. So. 
it's really just been a blessing to work on. And I think I, even though I was kind of worried there for a minute, uh, I feel a lot better about it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think that I think about some of our other friends who had books coming out or albums coming out. I mean, Kelsey Ballerini's sophomore album released the week that everything shut down. Yeah. I just have to wonder the kind of emotional work you had to do in yourself to believe the things you're saying, to say like, okay, this was a big moment for me and it may not go the way I thought it would. Yeah. And I had a life coach at the time who I was working with and she... Brilliant. um, Yeah, it was great. And she was really helpful because when I would panic, and I'm not really known to panic, I'm typically, I might be like, maybe mentally panicking, mm-hmm. but nobody would know. And that's I'd right, be like super, a duck. You're the top yes, above the water's fine, that's under right, the water. That's right, Yeah, exactly. Those feet are kicking really fast. Right. And so I, I did have this life coach, and I was talking to her about it, and I was like, yeah, I am really like concerned about it, but not to the point to where I'm panicking. And she mm. said, well, you know what? Why don't you take this time? The whole world is changing right now. Why don't you take this time and allow yourself and tell yourself it's okay to work on your writing instead and wow. to just focus on your writing and don't think at all about your career in film and give yourself a minute. And that's kind of what I did. And I think since I was able to kind of distract myself mm-hmm. on that side of things, it calmed my spirit a lot. And it also yeah. gave me an opportunity to slow down and experience time with my family that I never would have gotten. And I'm such a family person. So mm-hmm. the fact that I got to spend time uh, with my family, quality time with my boyfriend that I wouldn't have been able to see as much because he was working from home. Yeah. It was truly a blessing in disguise. And were you here in Franklin? So I was in LA okay. when the shutdown first happened. And I actually, I knew COVID was happening. And it was right before the first quarantine, the first okay. two weeks to slow the spread. I was in Los Angeles working and living there. And I flew back end of March for my dad and brother's birthday. Okay. And I knew stuff was happening. So I like wore a mask on the plane and all this stuff. And I knew things, crap was going down. Yeah. And I ended up like flying back home, sat at home for like, you know, a few days, had the birthday party and everything. And then my flight back to LA was canceled. Oh. And I was like, oh, you're like, I got this one suitcase Yes. Here. So we're here. My <gasps> car is there. All of my stuff is uh-huh. there. I'm scared. Right. And so um, when they did reopen flights, I was actually so scared to go back to L.A. because yeah. I was like, that's a hot spot. Right. I'm not going there. I have grandparents here. I'm not going there. Right. And so we sent uh, one of my friends, paid him, and <laughs> sent him out there to get all my stuff, pack up my apartment, drive my car home. Oh, my gosh. And I've been here ever since. Because why go back to L.A. if everything is online anyway and if I can audition online? It's just yeah. so nice being surrounded by friends and family. So it it ended up being such a gift that you got to be home. Yes. And now this is home. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, as much as I love LA and I love the energy and I love the people there and I, I love the industry there, I am such a family person and mm-hmm. I am such an outdoorsy person. And the fact that I was closed in by concrete walls mm-hmm. 24-7 mm-hmm. did a real number on my health that I didn't realize it was doing. And so as wow. soon as I got back here, my parents own a 100-acre horse farm. Yes, you and love so, horses. We're totally talking yes, about it. Yes, yes, yes. <gasps> and so I was able to, like, quarantine on this 100-acre horse farm, which was uh, <laughs> such a blessing. And right. I can't even describe, like, how, uh, how blessed I feel being yeah. able to do that. I'm only, like— four years into experiencing horses therapeutically and like the gift they are. Yes. um, The way they are in tune to people. Did you grow up with them? Have y'all always had that? 
I did. Yeah. I, my favorite story to tell is that my mom was told that she was not allowed to ride horses while she was pregnant with me. And uh-huh. she rode horses up to the day before she had me. Oh my gosh. And then, uh, <laughs> had me and about a month later was like, here you go, baby, you can sit on this horse. And so I started riding very young. I oh started falling in love with horses very young. My first little pony that I got was, I was obsessed with Roy Rogers and yeah. his trigger. So I bought a little <laughs> Palomino pony and named him Trigger. Yes, I rode all through my childhood. Oh my gosh. Do you experience that now, especially as an adult? Will you talk about your experience of like the connection with horses and what it means? Yes, I'm definitely labeled as a crazy horse girl. And Are it's, you it's, great? Uh, something that I don't necessarily wear proudly, and I I see other crazy horse girls, and I'm like, oh, you're you're a crazy you're a crazy horse, horse girl. girl. Oh wait, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not that bad, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I I do I I think that. You know, I had a horse that I was really connected with growing up, uh-huh. and uh, he's still he's still around and kicking, even though he's mean. Uh-huh. And we had so much fun together growing up, and he truly did protect me so many times that I can't even get into some of the stories that he really, really? did, like, step in and protect me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't really have those experiences with horses. They just, they don't really see them, you know, they see dog as man's best friend, but they don't really see horses as having this emotional connection to people, but they do. Mm -hmm. And even though they're a lot more quiet about it and they're a lot, uh, they're very reserved and they're a lot slower to trust than a dog is, Mm -hmm. uh, they do still form emotional connections to people, which I think is so sweet. How many horses do your parents have out there? We have eight. Yeah. You don't have to give us your address, but is it kind of going down toward like Hillsborough, Old Hillsborough and like Leapers Fork area? Yeah, Leapers Fork area okay. is is sort of where it is. Um, and we actually have a couple of Kenny Chesney's horses out there. <gasps> okay, so uh, we certainly. were honored to take those boys on. <laughs> when he's not at some island. Right, exactly. He would like to come ride his horses yes, at your yes. house. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> um, listen, Puckett's down there is an all-time favorite. Oh my gosh, it's it's the best puckets that there is. And when when Thank people you. come, fully agree. Yes, when people come to Nashville and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna try to hit up puckets," and I'm like, "No, you're not. Not no. unless it's Sleepers Fork." <laughs> That's right. Don't go no. downtown. No, no offense, downtown puckets. You're great. Yes, but if you're gonna puckets, you've got to go yes. to the original puckets. Rose, we ride horses up to that puckets <gasps> and, and tie, tie our up. horses <gasps> up and eat at the puckets and then go hop back on our horses and leave. What you are just describing, I, someone has said to me before, what's a dream? And I have said what you just said. Okay, so just well, someday. Come ride with okay, me. I'm just saying, can we just go up yes. there and eat some okra and go back? You can take Kenny Chesney's horse. <laughs> and we will ride up. Gross. This is <laughs> Am I speaking happening. your language? Yes, okay, this is good, so good. happening. Let's do it. I'm so into this. Um, did you go to public school here? I was actually homeschooled. So I've decided okay. I wanted to get into acting pretty young and was pulled out of school. I went to... Um, a little Christian, like, elementary school called yeah. New Hope Academy. Oh, girl. And, Everybody around here has oh, New Hope. Yes. Come oh, yes. Oh, yes. Pretty much everyone I know went to New Hope yeah. at some point. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, it's this tiny little school that you're like, oh, my gosh, what a small world. You yes. also went to New Hope? Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I was pulled out of there pretty young and started uh, homeschooling, which I loved. Couldn't have been a better experience for me. I could totally see how other people would yeah. not be into it. Yeah. But I loved it. Why did your parents say yes when you said, I want to be an actress, take me out of school? I mean, they couldn't have been like, you know what? That sounds rational. Let's my, do it. My mom goes back and forth between being a not rational person and a yeah. very rational person. <laughs> okay. And one of the places that she's like, I'm not rational is uh-huh. that, and I mean, it is rational in a way. She's a mother. So she's like, my daughter wants to spend more time with me. That's what she heard. Got it. And so she said, yes. Yes. And so she also pulled both of my brothers out. Okay. And we all three started homeschooling. I loved it. You know, she loved it because we got to work in her garden and we got yeah. to— do all the chores around the property. I was weed eating at like 
12 or 13. And, and I was like, doing auditions? Yes. Yes. What so, did you see on TV or in the movie theater that made you go, that is what I want to do? So I've always loved storytelling. You know, okay. I mentioned that I do like writing yeah. and I love, uh, I've always been the biggest book nerd on the planet. I used uh-huh. to have a, a book blog that was called Roses Reads and I thought I was the cutest thing. Oh my gosh, because it's your name. Yes, it's my name. That was really embarrassing. That's an actual great thing. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, it may be embarrassing now, but Crazy Horse Girl and a book blog, you oh are, you are I my was, people. <laughs> I was paid by Amazon. I made more than any of my other friends because I was paid by Amazon to refer people to different. I was like an Amazon oh, affiliate to refer gosh. these books. Yeah. I was paid by authors to like review their books. Rose Reese, I was living my best. Dream. Yes. Wow. I was living my best life. <laughs> and um, so I was a huge book nerd. I yeah. loved storytelling just in all of its forms, especially writing and reading. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to be a part of film pretty young. And so I didn't really get. Uh, attached to any films until like 14. I didn't really get interested until 14. But until then, I'd been doing like little home movies and stuff like that. I just had no idea it was a possibility. Mm -hmm. And then one of um, our friends, right before I was pulled out of school, one of our friends came and started working on a small independent project and they wanted to work on it on our farm because it was, you know, pretty and whatever and it was a cheap location. My dad was basically offered, hey, Julian, how would you like to be an executive producer without having to put any money into a film. (laughs) And he was like, that sounds great. Sounds great. (laughs) So uh, they came and they shot this little film on our property, and I was given the opportunity to work on it and, you know, bring people coffee and get to see the production and meet some of the incredible actors that were working on it. So uh, I think that experience is really what made me say, oh, this is a possibility. Uh Someone else I know that, you know, from small town Franklin is doing this. I could do this. Oh my gosh, you only had to see it in one other person in your life and you thought you could do it. Yes, absolutely. Won't that reach to everybody? Yes, seriously. So everyone just needs to see one person do the thing they want to do, and they think they can do it. Absolutely. It's wow. it's all about, like, it was, it was so inspirational to me that, like, a lot of these people were from Franklin. And the faces that were working on this small movie were very familiar to me, but then also some of the new faces that were coming in were L.A. movie stars. And, yeah. like, I would, like, Daniel DeLuise. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Like, okay. people, people that were— <laughs> Uh, that I recognized from my childhood, yeah. you know, seeing them in movies and stuff yeah. and seeing them on TV shows. And so I was so excited and knew I wanted to be a part of it. And my dad, great man that he is, was like, okay, all right, this is, and I I really got to give it to, to my parents because they believed in me even as this stupid 14-year-old girl that was like, dad, I want to be in movies. Yeah. And he was just like, Okay, right. you're you're gonna do it for right. sure, right? For sure, you <laughs> for are. Sure. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I really got to hand it to them because they were the ones who you know let me um, go to these acting classes and try out and do all of this stuff. And it took a really long time, but was I was it all here? Was it all like yeah. acting classes in Franklin? And I did a couple wow. in New York. I did a couple in LA. Um, I had a, an amazing acting coach in LA who. I still love and still visit and would love to go back and take more classes with. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it was here. And I thankfully um, met so many other people in the industry here who really encouraged me and made me feel like it was possible to do something. Because, you know, my biggest fear has always been that I'm going to get into film and that I'm not going to then be able to have a family and not be able to have a life outside of film. And these people who I was meeting were showing me that that's not impossible. You can definitely have a family. You can definitely live in Franklin and still have a profitable career in the film industry. Yeah. I sat with a friend of mine yesterday and we were talking about how every good thing has a cost. Even even the very best opportunities, even the very best careers, there's a cost to it. That's just how life works. One yes means a lot of no's. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Hey, friends, just interrupted Rose real quick to tell you about our friends over at Stamps.com. If I magically run into some extra time and money, you better believe I'm using it to go to a soccer match or a baseball game or a meal with my good friends. I'm for sure not using it to stand in line or pay too much for postage. Are you still going to the post office? Are you still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. You can mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less, like a lot less. With discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more, Stamps.com saves small businesses like Downs Books Incorporated so much time and money every year. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It is a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating hybrid work life. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over a million businesses choose Stamps.com for their mailing and shipping. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It is that simple. And with Stamps.com, you get a discount of up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code, that sounds fun. You get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the little microphone at the top of the homepage and type in that sounds fun. That's stamps.com and the promo code is that sounds fun. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. And now back to our conversation with Rose. So your yes to your life as an actress, what are some of the no's? What are some of the other dreams? It's not family. You're going to get to, you have family. You, you probably get to do all the things you want, but were there other careers you thought about? Was college off the table? Like what were some of the cost of running so hard after this dream so young? Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned college. That's definitely one of the experiences, you know, that I got that I had to miss out on, basically. And even though, um, you know, I have been taking classes online, it's not the same experience. Yeah. And you're not in a sorority. No, you're not no. In football games. You're yeah. not getting to go to an SEC school where there's thousands right. of people. And I'm such a people person, so it was really hard to be homeschooled through high school, mm-hmm. where all of my friends have hundreds of friends. And I have, you know, 15. Mm. And I'm like, I I am the most people person I know. Yeah. And the fact that I have this few friends is killing me. Wow. And it was really difficult to be this very outgoing person where I wasn't really given an opportunity to be outgoing. And I just kind of had wow. to remind myself that I was working towards a goal. And that's kind of what I did for college too. When I, um, I, I could have gone to college and honestly it just so worked out that basically as soon as I graduated high school, I started working on the first film that I wrote the story of and that we... um, Oh my gosh, your first film you did, you wrote? My first starring film, (gasps) yes. I I didn't write the script. I wrote the storyline. And then um, uh, the director... Yeah, it was great. And it actually made it to Netflix. It was this backyard film that we had no idea. We... What's you it know, called? It's called The World We Make. The World We Make. Yeah. Can we still watch it? Yeah. It's on Netflix <gasps> with Caleb Castile, who is this incredible actor, incredible person, um, still one of my best friends. But 
yeah, that, that was like right when I came out of high school. And I had this opportunity that, you know, basically someone came to us and was like, we want to make a movie. And I was like, I would also like to make a movie. <laughs> You're like, yes. I think we found each yes. other. Yes. I this have the is, same sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, do you have a storyline for a movie? And I was like, I do have a storyline for a movie and I have a place to shoot it. I have a farm. Let's shoot it. Mm. And so it was this very backyard project that ended up becoming something so amazing. And it was really a launch pad for me. And I'm so grateful for it. But that opportunity took away the opportunity of college. And yeah. I wasn't able to apply. I wasn't able to go. Yeah. And I had to make a decision. What's more important here? Yeah. Is my social life more important or is, uh, you know, my career more important? And I love college. I love learning. I love knowledge and, and figuring out new skills and everything. But so that's why I kind of continued, even though yeah. it's not fun. And it's <laughs> extremely successful way. You've kind of taken a gap couple of years to go like, yeah. well, now that I know I love to do this, now I know exactly what I want to study exactly. in these classes I'm taking. Yes, exactly. And if I'd just gone straight into college, I might have taken um, a filmmaking class or something like that, which is, I mean, and no offense to filmmaking classes out there, they're great, but I'm much more of a hands-on learner. Mm -hmm. And so if I'd taken these filmmaking classes, I might not have, uh, you know, I might not have really learned everything that I know now. So yeah. I'm really grateful that I did have that time to really figure out what I wanted to do and been able to uh, utilize my time a lot better. So I'm now taking creative writing in college instead yes. of filmmaking because that's something that I want to develop more and yeah. that I have the opportunity to develop more and that COVID gave me the opportunity yeah. to develop more. And in a really interesting way, it feels like your career doesn't necessarily require you to have a college degree. So you don't have to do the math. You don't have to do the science. But there are a handful of classes that you're getting to take that are actually really helpful for what you want to do. Absolutely. What a gift. Yeah, it's, it's been amazing. And the school um, that I go through, like some of the math classes that they offer and everything were actually really interesting because yeah. they were all about mortgages and Oh my gosh, like real, real life. life. Yes, yes, like <laughs> practical math. And yes. I was like, wow, this is... <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> right. So, I mean, where was this when I was in high school? Right. That's why you have to go to college. Yeah, so she got to get a couple of those things in. So weird. How many movies have you been in altogether? Oh, gosh. I have a no lot? idea. It's not a crazy amount. I would say probably um, like seven. Okay. That I is think. actually, that's a crazy amount because I've been approximately zero. Oh, okay. So I tried to be an extra at <laughs> on Dollywood, the Christmas, Hallmark Christmas Dollywood, oh. and I got cut. So oh. I'm still at zero. Okay. I've been on one set. Okay. But... Yeah, well, tough, tough, tough that's to okay. Hear. You're going to, you know what? I don't think that that's really your goal. No. So <laughs> I went to, I went to Georgia, yes. by the way. I just saw your, um, go your, dogs. Yes. Yes. Are y'all Georgia fans? My dad went to Georgia. Everyone in his family went to Georgia. We are diehard Georgia fans. I am. See, listen, I told you, this is why I knew yes, yes. that we had to do this. You could sense my Georgia energy. I was like, wait a minute, this yes. is too familiar. There's some Athens in this woman. Yes, yes, there yes, is yes. some love of the Bulldogs. Oh my morning. gosh, my dad grew up in like Sandy Springs, Georgia. Oh, like, come on. He, yes. And y'all just love it. Yeah. Do y'all go to games? Uh, we do when we can. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. We're, we're all like diehard Georgia. My dad... Um, is such a Georgia fan that the second he senses that Georgia is going to start losing for the season, he's like, I'm done. I, I can't. can't. I can't. I, I will have an emotional breakdown. I can't watch them anymore. I need you to know I had to take a year off when we lost the national championship. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't do it. Too. I was like, I can't feel this anymore. 
Yeah. I need to stop. That feeling. was so painful. That was so, so it was painful. so bad. And we I was were... at Onsite. Do you know Onsite? Uh-uh. It's a um, counseling program that's five days long. Oh, cool. And it's like really intense. Yeah. But they let us watch the national championship. And I was like, good thing good. I'm in I'm therapy I'm for a week. <laughs> I think my dad needed therapy. He was, he he jokes that he was depressed, but he's not joking. No, it was hard. He was depressed. And was my mom hard. was concerned and really mm-hmm. mad about it. Um, I've just made a plan for us this fall. Here's our Saturday. Okay, okay. Horses. Two puckets, grab lunch, back home, we watch the dogs, I leave you in peace. Or we cook dinner together then. And then we make dinner and yes. then I go home. Yes, yes, yes. yes. perfect. Yes. I love I it. I have just become a read in my yes. house. I am oh, now perfect. stepping in. Perfect. We're going to ride Kenny Chesney's horse. Yes. I'm going to be like, this Saturday I rode Kenny Chesney's horse to eat puckets and then I watched a Georgia game at yeah. Rose's house. This is going to be the best. Yeah. Go dogs. So for finding you... That film, when did it come into your life? When did you see the script? I don't know the process at all of an actress first seeing an opportunity. So this one in particular was very different because very different from any of the other scripts I've auditioned for or anything like that because, A, I did know the producer who worked on it and I'd worked with the director before. Oh, great. And so they already knew who I was. They already knew to look for me because I had dabbled with the violin Mm -hmm. um, earlier. So they already knew to look for me, and they knew I was local. Oh, you already knew how to play the violin. Yes, a somewhat. Yes. Um, well, you do a great job. Thank you movie. so much. Yeah, that was thanks to my violin coach. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I was already um, known by the producer and the director. So is that what producers and directors do? Is they have like a list of like, okay, this this movie we need someone who plays the violin. This movie we need someone who plays volleyball. And they go, okay, I do know these three actresses who play volleyball. Yeah, they they kind of already have in mind who they're looking for. And they do have a specific look, you know, that they, and pretty much all directors or writers, when they're writing something, they are thinking of an actor in mind. Of someone, okay. Yes. Um, And I'm not sure how true that was with this project, but I also had read the book when I was much younger, probably like 14 or 15. Rose reads stuff. Yes, Rose Rose does read these things. (laughs) Rose uh, did read and uh, review this book. Oh my gosh, what a circle. Yes, I was obsessed (gasps) with this book. I was in love with Beckett, who Jed plays. And um, yeah, I was obsessed. Beckett was my childhood crush. What a wild story. Have you told this a hundred times? I'm sorry. This is unbelievable. Yeah, no, a lot of people, I don't, I don't really, not a lot of people have asked this, but yeah, (laughs) it was was a wild, like small world kind of thing that was so cool. Um, when the script did find me and through I, an agent, no, 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 through, uh, through the Ken, yeah, through okay. Ken and Brian, the producer and director. And when we finally like agreed, okay, yeah, we want to, we want to work on this together and everything. Brian was nice enough to like bring me in, uh, the director and, and writer, he was nice enough to bring me in and like, let me have some input because, yeah. you know, a lot of things were changed from the book. And as a reader, I was like, <laughs> I'm not okay with this. This is too much change. And I was insistent because, like, you know, the character in the book has brown hair. And I was like, I can't have blonde hair for this movie. We have to dye it. And he was like, we're not dyeing your hair. And I was like, no, we have to. You're like, I— I read this book. Yeah, I, I reviewed read this it. book. I, I sent know. people to buy it yes, via I, Amazon Literally, affiliate. I was paid to, <laughs> to send people to get this book. Oh my gosh, Rose. So, yeah, it, it was definitely a wild full circle. And, um, you know, when I got to go to Ireland and be in this place where this book was like written and dreamed up, I yeah. was just like, oh my gosh, it's so magical. It's like all of my <laughs> dreams coming true. So amazing. Was Jed already signed on to the movie when you signed on? No, he okay. was. he signed on later. I remember... Um, hearing about who uh, who it was. And I, I, I saw his photo and I was like, 
he looked, why does he look so familiar? And then I saw everything he did and I was like, oh, he's in everything that I watch. <laughs> Literally the scene in the movie where you see him on the cover of the magazine yes. and he's sitting beside you yeah, uh, was your he, real life experience. Yes, exactly. I was like, okay. And um, he, they actually flew him down and we got to like meet right before we went to Ireland. So we got to okay. spend a, a weekend together hanging out and getting to know each other and try to like build some kind of here friendship. Here in Nashville? Yeah, build okay. some kind of friendship or chemistry here in Nashville. Yeah, It was great getting to meet him. And right off the bat, I was like, I'm going to love this man. He is amazing. Is he funny in real life? He's so funny. Oh, he's good. so much funnier in real life than he is uh, on screen. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. And he's also a crazy, incredible athlete. Like, really? he'll—the whole time we were filming, like, in between takes, he'd be, like, going and doing a handstand and then walking around on his hand up and down stairs and stuff. And I'd be like, <laughs> what are— Oh, my— are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah, he, he was really fun to work with. Are you still playing the violin a lot? Do, do you, like, keep it up? Is there any reason to? I have not touched the violin yeah. since we stopped filming. Yeah. I, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed to say that, but I just, I haven't. Because it was, it was one of those things where I got home and I was like, I'm never touching that instrument again. Oh, I'm sure. It was so hard. And also, it was so humbling to have to play in front of real violinists. Mm. Oh, yeah, like people. those scenes. I saw you, maybe you said this in the interview you did with Ray Lynn, that that's the first scene y'all filmed. Yes. Is the big, with yes. you in an orchestra. Yes, that was like the oh, very gross. first day. And that like Jed wasn't supposed to be there, but Jed came on set because he was like, I want to see you play. Oh, my And I was gosh. like, why? <laughs> Everyone leave. <laughs> Everyone needs to go. This is horrible. And so I was, I was like shaking. I was sweating. The poor makeup, like my poor makeup lady kept being like, you have to stop sweating. You have to stop this. We're, we can't keep dabbing more and more powder on you. And I was so, I was so nervous um, because like I could hear myself play. And I was like, there yeah. are so many squeaks. This sounds horrible. And I was oh, like, wow. you got to turn this music up louder. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I was so scared of it. But, uh, you know, Dana, my um, violin coach, when she watched it, she was like, oh, my gosh, it looks so real. It did. Oh, good. Uh, Y'all filmed part of it in New York and part in? Nashville, Ireland, and L.A. I was part in Nashville? Yeah. So the scene with um, the mom who plays my mom. Yeah is filmed here in Nashville. We filmed like oh. the indoor yeah, because in the she was here yeah. filming something and so they were like grab her. Right, yeah. We'll and do it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally right now. And then um all the plane scenes were filmed in LA. are on set for a movie, especially somewhere like Ireland. How long did y'all end up living there? We were there uh, at least two and a half months, maybe three. How do you separate work and life? So this morning I woke up and instead of reading and doing, drinking my tea like I normally do, I was scrolling on Instagram like a dodo bird. And then I went like, I started my job at seven o'clock this morning because I couldn't stay off of Instagram. So even work-life balance and my job is hard to find. How do you do it when you're, when the only friends you have are the people who are you're working with? That's such a good question. I think, you know, it, it all comes down to a couple of habits that I really like, like I really enjoy. Oh, I have this, uh, this like stuff that I drink that's called mud water and it's... Oh my gosh, I get the ad all the time do on you, Instagram. Have you not tried it? <laughs> no, but I need to, oh my gosh, if you say. It's so, so, so good because I was so addicted to coffee, yeah. like so horribly. And um, I was like, I don't want to be addicted to anything. This Screw this. I'm ordering um, it too. Yes, please do. It's so good. If you like chai, uh, oh my gosh. That is what I'm drinking. It's 
Oh, is oh it? Gosh, oh my gosh, yes. yeah, it's chai. It's chai. Yes. So it's it's basically like masala chai flavored. We jokingly call this a reverse sponsor. We're like, yes. Mudwater is paying yes, nothing. Yes. But we are here to say yes, Mudwater mud is water. so good. So that's one of my like favorite morning habits. And okay. so when I was in Ireland, um What is great about it? Rather than just being uh coffee, which is just like, you know, a caffeine and a booster. It does have caffeine in it, but it also has, uh, you know, different kinds of mushrooms and herbs and stuff that boost brain function, that boost oh, wow. uh, uh, emotional health and everything, that yeah. and, and physical health as well, like immune system and yeah. everything. So it's got uh, like reishi mushroom, lion's mane, it, chaga mushroom. It's so good. Okay. Um, Thank you, Mudwater. Yes, yeah. So you were drinking that when you were in Ireland. Yes, I was okay. drinking that. So I was staying in a hotel, and so uh, as much as it is kind of hard to find a routine in a hotel— I really like staying in a hotel because then I don't have to, um, you know, worry about like going out and getting groceries and cooking yeah, for myself and everything. Yeah. I just get to go downstairs. And I always had like the same breakfast, even though Ireland did have all wow. these like different types of food that I could try and stuff like that. My mornings were mine. And they it was like, I was back in Franklin. I would journal. I would do some yoga. I would drink my mud water that I would have like made for me. I would just like yeah. bring mine down and be like, can I just have some hot water? <laughs> yeah. And would... Um, make my mud water, and then they would just, like, bring me this really plain, gross-looking breakfast that was yeah. so good. Yeah. And it was just, like, chicken breast, scrambled eggs um, with, like, peppers and spinach in it, and uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. And, like, fruit, and that was it. So, so rhythms are what yes. keep you separating yes. and having, like, a life, even when you're living in your job. Absolutely. Yeah. And I did FaceTime, you know, a lot of my friends from home and my family and everything, but I wasn't dating anyone at the time, so it— it definitely would have been hard if I were dating someone because yeah. it's it's hard to go that long without like really talking to them or spending much time with them or going on dates. And definitely two and a half to three months was a long time. Yeah. And it, it's not normally that long. That's That was a pretty long shoot. Maybe it was average, but it was definitely a pretty long shoot compared to what I do. Yeah. So it was so much fun though. And it, it was really difficult to like stay focused. And I think honestly, we, for that amount of time, we were like, screw our lives and we're just gonna you know, move forward. We're going all in, yeah. Yeah, we're going all in and we're just going to go 100 miles an hour and focus on this. So, I mean, I focused on the script all day, mm-hmm. all night. And then in the morning, I gave myself like 45 minutes to not look at the script and then Brilliant. go right back into the script. Yeah. So. And the friends, I mean, I did some stalking on your Instagram, which is how we became friends. I DM'd you. I was like, Rose, I love that movie. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, the girl from Dairy Girls, y'all like stayed friends. Yes. She seems so funny. Oh, my gosh. She'd she, have to be to be the two characters I've seen her be. Yes. And on British Baking Show. She is genuinely like the sweetest, funniest person I know. I had so much fun with her. Yeah. And she's so sweet. I can't tell you how many times she was, we'd just be walking down the streets in Dublin and she'd be recognized. Yeah. I mean, recognized 20 times in like a hundred foot walk. She's just recognized by everyone. Everybody wants photos and she's so sweet about it. And it's like, yes, oh my gosh, of course. Even though I know it's exhausting and I know that she probably is just like, I'd really like to get home and take a bath. <laughs> and I bet it was great to have someone from Ireland with you all the time, though. Yeah, we actually learned a lot of really cool phrases from her yep. and a lot of naughty phrases that she did not tell us were naughty phrases. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And that we said on <laughs> national Irish television. <gasps> no. Yes, 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 yes. We're apparently Irish she feels gems like because that. of this. She feels like the person who would do that yes. to someone. Yes, that we were really like, what's funny. a good phrase? And she told us and we yeah. were like, oh, that sounds great. What does that mean? And she like gave us this bogus answer. Tell the truth, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, for our friends who haven't seen the movie, will you just kind of give a flyover of what Finding You is about? Yeah. 
Finding You is this super fun, cute, romantic, and very magical film uh, that follows Finley Sinclair, who is this violinist from uh, New York who decides she needs to change things up a little bit after she fails an audition and decides to hop on a flight and go over to Ireland, which is where her brother did an exchange program. And on that flight, she happens to meet mega superstar, Hollywood heartthrob, Beckett Rush. And uh, they don't really hit it off really well in the beginning, but once they kind of get to know each other, uh, he ends up like being her tour guide and taking yeah. her all over Ireland. Because he's get filming to, a movie there. Yes, he's filming a movie there. He's yeah. filming this this uh, basically Game of Thrones knockoff. Yeah. And it's so fun. It's so lighthearted and it's really funny. It's just your, your classic rom-com that yeah. you always walk away from feeling happier about. And honestly, like, I know I'm biased, but I think Finley and Beckett are so cute. Oh my gosh, they're, they're so cute they're together. They're so cute. And it's so wholesome. And it's so, like, you can take your family to watch mm-hmm, it. It's mm-hmm. very clean. There's nothing, um, there's nothing even questionable about it. It's it's yeah. so fun to watch. And I thought so too. That's one of the reasons I was very happy to talk with you and talk about the movie. Because I thought, as best I can remember, I've seen it one time, as best I can remember, it, I think it's, you know, teenagers who love rom-coms yes. will absolutely love this. And grown-ups who love rom-coms will absolutely it's love really it. It's really sweet. So and sweet. there are so many beautiful morals in it that I love and and... Uh, you know, it was it was such a pleasure getting to like work with this ensemble cast, and there's definitely a lot of great things about Finding You, and it was such a so much fun to work on, and I hope that uh, everybody who sees it has as much fun watching it as yeah. we have making it. When we saw the screening, you were it was the first time you had seen the movie front to back. Yes, had you seen other versions of it, but you just hadn't seen it all the way finished. I had, I'd seen other versions, but I'd also. I'm really, really bad about watching myself. So oh, I would uh, hate yeah. it. It's, I mean, do you listen to your podcast? Uh, no, I yeah. have to listen to it one time. Yeah, to, you, to approve. To edit it. And then yeah, you're like, all right, it. no, 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 I'm never listening yeah. to myself again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I am. And I mean, I hear my voice and I'm like, I do not sound like that. And then uh-huh. I see my face and I'm like, I also don't look like that. So I don't know who that is. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, yeah. But she, not me. Um, and so I'm really bad about watching myself because I'll also critique myself the whole time and be like, I don't believe you. You're fake. You're lying. Wow. And I'm really bad. So, uh, I try to avoid watching myself as much as possible. Yes. But, um, I had seen another version that I kept like leaving and walking out of and being like, I can't watch this scene. And then I'd come back and be like, okay, dragons looks pretty good. And I'd leave and be like, okay, I'm on screen. I gotta go. Yeah. Um, but I did see, you know, bits and pieces of it. And honestly, having some space from it because it has been so long and it's normally not, it normally isn't like two years before the film comes out. So typically when I first, when I get to see it for the first time, it's still pretty fresh and I'm like, I look horrible. (laughs) I'm sounding horrible. Oh my god, That looks terrible. But I think since I was able to get some space from it, I was able to actually really appreciate it and look at it and say, okay, I would have done some things differently now, but it was a sweet movie and it was so cute. And Jed, I mean, sorry, but he's a Hollywood heartthrob as it is. Right. How could he not pull a crowd? Right, right. He's so cute. (laughs) Both of you are. Y'all are like the prettiest couple. It's so sweet. Um, What are you most proud of about this movie? Like, it could be something we see, or you. it may be something that when you were there, you had an epiphany about yourself. Like, when you look back on the experience, what do you go, this is what I'm really taking from it and I'm really proud of? I think that that was probably one of the most influential events that's ever happened to me as a person in maturing me and everything because it was, you know, I I had been away from my family before. It's not like I was crazy sheltered. 
but once I got out and I, and I love traveling so much. And so this wasn't the first culture I'd experienced, but it was amazing to be able to be so immersed in another culture and be around people who I was the youngest person there. So I was learning so much about life. I was learning from Vanessa Redgrave. I was learning from, you know, everyone and everyone had a different experience and a different perspective. And it was so uh, fabulous as a person to be able to grow through that. And I really do think that, you know, the the story finding you is all about finding you and it's all yeah. about finding yourself and stepping yeah. into who you truly are and having the confidence to do that. And I think that this story did a lot of that for me too and oh, wow. was able, I, I definitely came back a completely different person. I came back really unafraid to be myself and very um, open-minded too and, and open to new perspectives and new possibilities, which I don't think I really was as much before. Yeah. So I think it really did change me drastically as a person. That's awesome. I mean, it is like a one of the things in the Bible they talk about, like an Ebenezer stone, like a yes. moment you don't forget yes. that, that you can go in that moment, God was faithful. I learned. I grew. Exactly. I'll never go back before yes. that. Everything is forward from yes. here. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things that I struggled with before was kind of as much as I am, like try to I try to be my own person and I am very... Uh, I, I typically am my own person and always have been. I do notice that in order to be liked, I sometimes try to like blend in with other people and pick up traits of somebody who I'm around to and try actor, to. So that's very easy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm I'm a chameleon. Right. And so yeah, it was really easy. And so I always tried to do that. And I think that was horrible because I wasn't very good at being these other people. Wow. And uh I I was maybe kind of offending people trying to be these other people too. Wow. And so it was it was really cool to um, to have that experience because I do feel like I came back and do I still kind of chameleon? Yeah, a little bit, but sure, not nearly as much as I did. And I'm, I'm much more comfortable with who I am. And I think I'm also a lot more self-aware and I can be like, hey, you have an issue. You need uh, yeah. to work on that. Wow. Yeah, so I, it was so influential. So do you stay here now? Do you go back to LA? Do you go to New York? Do you, what next? So far, I've been staying here because yeah. I'm allowed to. Yeah. Um, I'm obviously going to be called back to LA at some point, and that's okay. And I'm, you know, perfectly fine with that. But I think COVID also changed the game a lot. Yeah. And casting agencies and everyone are realizing that most people just want to self-tape anyway. And honestly, self-taping is better for me because then I can sit there and take as many tapes as I want. Yes. And uh, get it right. Yep. And so— Who's on the other side of your self-tape? Oh, definitely an actor. Uh, <laughs> It, I, I've tried making my family with do family it, and friends, yeah. But it's so hard because then the whole time you're like, do they think I'm doing a good job? Oh yeah. Do they think I'm? Do they think I'm horrible? Yes. And so yes. you you're constantly paying attention to them, and you can't pay attention to them. It needs to be someone completely new. Yeah. I think eventually I will be called back out there. Uh, for now, it's been really nice being here, and I do have another film coming up. Uh, pretty soon that it's going to take me back to the UK. Really? So, what part? Yeah. Can you say? I don't think I can okay. say right now. I used but... to live in Scotland. Oh my gosh. I used to live in Edinburgh. So if at any point you get up to Scotland, let I me wish, know. I have maybe. some great friends there that oh would love gosh. to like show you around. Oh my gosh. I would uh, love to go you to get Scotland. to go back to the UK. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. So we're, we're going to start working on that project pretty soon. I uh, can't wait. It's good. I love the script. Yeah. So it's going to be a really exciting uh, project. And then, of course, I have a couple others, but they're not yeah. as exciting yeah. as that one. They will the be, UK. right? As the things go. Yeah, you're, yes. right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yes. I would like to submit myself as a um, self-tape reader. 
I have okay. done it with my friend Jenna Claire, who's um, Glinda on Broadway. Oh my gosh. I've done multiple self-tapes with her on the other side. So just so you know, if you need a stranger slash friend. Okay, so we're, we're changing our plans, our okay. fall plans. Okay. They're going to be, we're going to self-tape in the morning, and okay. then we're going to go horseback ride, got and it. then we're going to watch the game. Yes. Got it. Wow, right. we've got a real Saturday Yeah, this hands. is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my self-tapes, I try to try to keep them down. Have you ever, like, how, how long do those self-tapes last? Uh, the One of them was five minutes, but sometimes yeah. I just watched one of hers that was 10. Yeah. I work with a lot of different actors and I'll like self-tape with them and and read for them. And I was with an actor one time before for six hours. <gasps> what? Because oh my gosh, he, yes. We, it would only take like an hour. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He, he was like so Rose. particular and I was there for six hours and I was just like, I have places to be. You're like, I can, I can, you I'm can hungry. never pay me back for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. Feed me. I need to be fed every 30 <laughs> minutes or I cry. <laughs> I can't believe I wasn't and crying. And how many scenes? Is he just doing one or two scenes? It was, and he just- it was three scenes. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was a bigger bigger thing. And it was several pages, but it should have taken uh-huh. an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Six hours. Wow. Yeah, six hours. It is really interesting, my friends who are in acting, whether it's plays or movies, that are, that the self-tape idea where you literally just like, that is the new way. I just listened to a yeah. podcast with a casting director and she's like, I love the self-tape land yes. right now because I can look at 15. I can watch during my lunch. I can watch on a Sunday afternoon. It isn't a room that we sit in. And I'm sure as a casting director, it's so difficult to kind of balance how professional you have to be with like how encouraging because I've been in so many rooms with casting directors and some of them are amazing and others are just like, okay, thank you. Have thank a nice you. day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I totally get that you need to like get us out of here. But the people who are really nice are like, oh my gosh, you did amazing. Here are some pointers. Like, do you want to take it again? Yeah. I feel so bad for them because yeah. I'm like, you're having to take extra time out of your day to you're be nice to me. Us up. Yeah. Yeah. To be nice to me. And if we just self-tape, you don't have to pretend to be yeah. nice to me. <laughs> and that, they don't have yes, to help you. Exactly. They just watch. And yes. they know that they're getting, she said in the podcast, she said, I know I'm getting their very best take yes. at that moment. The podcast interviewer said, what do you want from people in their self-tape? And she said, I want your very best you at that exact moment. That's all I want. I thought, man, what a freeing thing for y'all as actors. I know. I'm really scared though, too, because I'm like, oh gosh, what a, oh, I never know what's my best. I never know. Like, I'll watch it and I'll be like, I guess that's good. Send that. I have that. to hit send. I have yeah, to hit send. Yeah. I always send like eight takes to my manager yeah. and I'm like, you just pick one. You just, I, I can't decide. They're all bad. For our friends listening on the other side, there are people who believe all sorts of different things listening, but there are people of faith that are listening and think, I would bet they're wondering, like, how can we pray for you? What do you, what would you like from your friends that would be thinking about you? When they see finding you, they go, I actually know Rose because she was on my friend's podcast. What is something you'd like us to pray for you or think about you? Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. I love that question. For me, I always like to ask for people to pray for guidance for me yeah. because there are so many different paths, especially in this post-COVID world. There are so many different paths that I could take. And Uh, I love writing so much and I love storytelling so much and I'm just not sure how I could get into that. And it's actually a lot harder to get into the publishing and and as you know, I'm sure. I know some people if it it will help. I'm here. I got you, girl. (laughs) Uh, It's so much harder to get into that world than it is the film world, surprisingly, or it was for me anyway. And uh, I definitely think that guidance is super super important and that uh, just kind of to pray for guidance, whether that's God's guidance or uh, my own guidance to kind yeah. of show me which way I need to take. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a constantly flowing path. I definitely know right. that I want to stay in film for as long as I can. And I love what I do. I love acting. I love this form of storytelling. You're very good at it. Thank you so much. Really. We're, we're 
getting there. We'll get yeah. better. Oh my gosh, of course. Every I day. will too. We'll get better yeah. at everything, I yeah. hope. But you are very good. I, I don't think there will ever be a moment where I say, I'm a good actress. I don't yeah. think, I think it'll, it's always going to be constantly evolving. And well, I think you could say to yourself, I'm a good actress. I, maybe the thing you'll never say is I'm the best actress. Yes. Until definitely someone else hands that. you that award. Oh my gosh. It's no. called the best actress. So it's like, well, now I have to believe I you. could be hand, I could be handed that award and I'd be like, that's so sweet that you think that. <laughs> When that happens, I'm going to be like, I'm going to send a text and be like, it's official. It's official. They you literally said this. the best actress award. Yeah. Like, you have to stop saying you're not. <laughs> they handed you a Golden Globe or a I will, Oscar or whatever. I will sob on that day. Yeah. But, oh. I mean, my main goal is not necessarily to be the best actress, just to tell the best stories. Yeah. Well, you're doing it. I love it. Thank um, you. Is there anything we didn't say that you want to make sure that we cover? I don't think so. It was, it's already been so much fun it's being so on the fun. podcast. This Thank is, you. I mean, obviously that sounds fun. Right. Of course it was going to be a fun <laughs> podcast. I was really looking forward to this because I was like, what are we going to talk about? That sounds right. like so much fun. <laughs> Good. I, yes. I mean, we made an entire Saturday plan. Yes. We made it, we made an extrovert Saturday And this is actually going to happen and you need to, you know, make it sure that. It is my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is going to happen. Yes. And then. Uh, we'll make sure that we like live stream it and oh show people that it happened <laughs> right. and be like, here's Kenny Chesney's horse. Here, we promised you this and here's is Annie Chesney. on it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. Oh, it's <laughs> happening. The last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Ooh. Ooh, canoeing. Really? Canoeing? Canoeing. Why? I want to go canoeing. Is your boyfriend a great canoeer too? Have y'all done this yet? Have y'all summered? Yes, yet? we have okay. summered. So we've been dating for a year and a half now. Okay. But he um, he actually was on like the rowing team at his high school and maybe college. I don't know. But okay. he broke his arm. So now I'm the one oh. doing all the rowing. <laughs> You'll be doing the rowing but, this summer. yeah, we love canoeing. We love outdoor things. Like yeah. if it involves water, we want to do it. Where do you so go canoeing? Where's your spot? We go the Caney Fork River. Oh, yeah. It's not far away yeah, at all, right? No, no, no. Not at all. It's, it's really close. It's, you know— 45 minutes to an hour, maybe. Yeah. It's really convenient. Um, we go with another couple, and I yeah. think we're probably going to do that pretty soon. So, uh, Why yeah. canoeing? What is it? Why canoeing over rafting or going on to a boat on a lake? What's oh, all of canoeing? that. All, would, anything. Water. All of it. Yeah. All of it. I think that canoeing is just closest in my future, and yeah. so that's what yeah. jumped into my mind. But canoeing <laughs> is so right. fun because you can, like, take uh, take a little, like, can of rosé out with you yeah. and, and just, like, coast down the river and you don't have to do anything, but also you could get a good back workout in as you're yes. rowing. Just if people don't know the beauty of a canned rosé, like, I just need y'all to know. It's so good. I need y'all to know. It's so good. I don't remember, I don't even remember the brand I was drinking the other day, so we won't at them. Right. But uh, amazing. It. I took one sip and I was like, I... This is better than a cocktail. Yes. My friend Ellen and I one time in New York City, we got on a double-decker bus and got a can of champagne. We each got a can of champagne and just rode around. And then we got off at the door of Wicked before I knew any of the girls in Wicked. We got off. We were like, let's see if there's any seats. And I was like, this is my dream day. Wicked just is to- my favorite show on the planet. Other, I've seen it like four times, I think, at this point. Uh, never seen it on Broadway, though. But I uh, saw it every single time it came to T-Pack yes. for years. Yes. And then um, that and Phantom of the Opera, which I did see on Broadway. Yes. Okay, you need to go see. When it comes back in September, uh, okay. you and Jenna okay, Claire okay, okay, need okay, to be friends. Okay, okay, okay. She's Brentwood. She's from Brentwood. Oh my gosh! The Broadway Glenda is from here. No way. Yes. So this is. Very oh, I, much need this yes. I need this hookup. I need this hookup. I have to have it. Y'all are gonna love each other. She is. Y'all are very similar. You're gonna love oh each other. Oh my She's gosh! Wonderful. I can't wait. I'm. I'm gonna make 
my boyfriend go see it on yes, Broadway. and he'll love it. Yes, yes, I hope so. He the Fierro is a guy named Sam who's so talented, it'll make you just pass out. His voice is unbelievable. Oh my so. gosh, I can't is great. Yeah, you're going to love it. I can't um, wait. Rose, thanks so much for making time to do this today. Yeah, thank you so much, Annie. This has literally been the most fun I've had. I'm so glad. The entire I, time we've too. been impressed. I've loved it. I've loved it. I can't wait for our friends to see Finding You. When they do, they're going to tag you and say, I'm a That Sounds Fun friend, and I love the movie. So just get ready. Perfect. Because you're you're in the family now, and our people oh, love our guests. So good. it's really sweet. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. You guys, don't you love her? Are you ready for the fall when we are going to ride horses and eat at Puckett's and watch Georgia football? I mean, Rose and I have a plan, you guys. We have a plan. Y'all have got to go see her new movie, Finding You. When you go, take a picture with the poster, tag me and Rose, tell us you're there. I think, I really think you're absolutely going to love it. My friends and I walked out of it so happy just to be back in a movie theater with a sweet movie. We didn't have to worry about the content. It was just lovely. It was lovely. And I think you will like it as well. And make sure you follow Rose on social media. Tell her thanks for being on the show and how much you like her like we do here. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I'm Annie F. Downs, T-S-F, like that sounds fun, on YouTube. Okay, I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here on Friday with our NES Summer 2021 Type 8s.